This week, you asked for it, my webcomic recommendations, including Your Wish is My Command, my one and only Blind Play, and Pearl Boy. Oh, my. Uh, Satan? Yes, Joanne. What fresh hell is this? This is going to be great, I promise. Breaking news, if you are receiving this right now, it's because you're a huge bitch. Ugh, Christ. What fresh hell is this? So I care a great deal about my hair care. And I would say that my hair care increased uh, a lot more than the past year or two after I bleached my hair to make it pink and then decided immediately after that I wanted to go back to having black hair, which was a fun way of ruining my beautiful hair. And I have taken a lot of steps to making my hair better. And Kitsch has been a brand that I have loved and I have started using their satin pillowcases. If you don't know, satin pillowcases are great for your hair because they prevent breakage. So I started using those pillowcases and that has just been one part of my hair journey and making my hair healthier again. And they have so many things that they can offer you. So they have uh, shampoo and conditioner bars and they also have heatless curling rollers, which is so great so that you are avoiding heat damage because that is also something that I have struggled with much of my life, especially when I was an emo kid frying my hair with a with a straightener. But having the option to do heatless curls, having satin pillowcases has just been like really great for my hair. And that's kind of just become part of my ritual. So right now, Kitsch is offering discounts site-wide, anywhere from 25% all the way up to 60% all month in November. When you go to mykitsch.com slash you heard it, discounts up to 60% off certain items at M-Y-K-I-T-S-C-H dot com slash Stanzi. Plus, Kitsch has daily flash sales, unbelievable deals. So check back often. One more time, mykitsch.com slash Stanzi for huge holiday discounts, everything you need for holiday gifting or to treat yourself. Hello and welcome to What Fresh Hell Is This with me, Stanzi Potenza. I am just kind of getting settled back into New York. I, I've been doing like a lot of traveling recently. I might have mentioned that in like one of the other previous episodes, but like, God damn, I have never traveled so much in my life. And I mean, I always knew that this was a thing that was going to happen because like just the way that my career is going, like... It just makes more sense to that I'm going to be traveling more and like kind of going in between New York and L.A. And, you know, after moving to New York, obviously I, I have to fly home to see my family. But I have like never been on this many planes in like one year. And it's only been like, I don't know, since like May like, I had to go home for my dad's graduation, come back, go to... I feel like I had to go back to Massachusetts for something else. I had, like, an engagement party that I had to go back to, went to Vegas, went back home for my cousin's wedding, going to L.A. 
for Thanksgiving. I'm going to be in L.A. I have to go back home for Christmas. And then actually there's talks about another Vegas trip happening in the winter, which I know you're probably like, you were just fucking there. And yes, I was. But like I got the bug and now I kind of just want to be there all the time. Not all the time, because that would be (laughs) that would be insane. But just like a lot of traveling. So now I'm like, it's like invest in traveling, invest in like, I don't know, like uh, like Sky Miles with like Delta and shit. I kind of talked about this. Also, this has nothing to do with what I was planning on talking about today. I sort of just start talking and then wherever it lands for like 30 minutes, that's kind of just what we end up talking about for the rest of the episode. So I never know what's going to happen. No one does. Um, I like that about myself. I'm a wild card. But the culture around flying is so, um, it can be, either incredible or like humiliating. I don't know why they make it like that, but like if you're not paying good money to like have a better flight experience, like you can go fuck yourself. Like that's how like airlines and airports like make you feel. They're like, oh, are you economy? Fuck you. Someone, someone waterboard this guy. Get the cameras on him. Boo. It's like, that's how I felt when I, was flying economy. And I, I've like kind of upgraded recently just because I'm like, you know, if I'm going to be traveling and going long distances and stuff, like I, I need to be, it's worth it for me to be like a little more comfortable and just like eliminate some of that like flight anxiety and stuff. So like I fly Delta a lot. So I, I was like sky priority. I went to LaGuardia the other day. There's like a whole entrance just for if you're fucking sky priority. I'm like, wow. I felt like I had the biggest dick in the world going through like just a more special entrance. And there's like so many different levels, you know, it's like, oh, are you sky priority? Are you business class? Are you are you first class diamond medallion? I don't know what the fuck that means, but it's just like they just make it seem like if you're not paying more money to have a better experience, you were the scum of the earth. They're like, yeah, special welcome to our first class and Diamond Medallion and Sky Priority, the people with money, you know, those people, Porzies. Anyway, so, I mean, I personally am having a better time flying. Um, Like, it's just a better experience now. (laughs) Last time I flew economy, I was like, wow, I'm just a little piece of garbage, aren't I? Anyway, I had to fly home last week because I had a wedding. My cousin got married and uh, he got married in Maine. They got married in Maine. I don't really go to Maine. I don't spend a lot of time in Maine. I will say it was beautiful. If you're from New England or you've been to New England during the fall, you know that the foliage is gorgeous. So it was beautiful, but it was also like, they got married like really like deep in Maine. I don't know a lot about the States because I think it's useless information and (laughs) I don't need to know about all of them. There are like three states that I like going to and I don't I don't need to know about the rest. I don't know like where any of them are, but like I guess Maine is like the biggest state in New England and like we were like really we were really in there. We drove up. It was probably like a three and a half fish hour drive from like where we were in Massachusetts to like where we were going to in Maine. And it just got to a point where it was like, oh, wow, like, it's so pretty. And then we just we just kept going like further and 
further into the woods. And I started to get really unsettled by the fact that we were so like deep in there and it was really pretty, but like, you know, eventually like the roads stopped being roads, like roads as we know them. And you just start driving by all of these houses, these old New England houses that, you know, have like graveyards in the backyard. Like there'll be like four graves that are just like in this person's yard because that's how I I guess they did it back in the day. But it's just like every house has a little personal graveyard. That's nice. Like I wouldn't. I wouldn't be having like an existential crisis looking out my window every morning and seeing like the 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 graves of my uh, elders just in chilling in my fucking backyard. I let my dog out to go take a piss and I'm just like, oh, yeah, those are that's my fucking bloodline. Anyway, that was it was just very unsettling and also like lost service. So my phone just said S.O.S. I've never seen it do that before. Like it was just like nothing there was no there was nothing and it was so quiet i've never experienced that level of quiet before like i i really could hear my own thoughts i was i just went outside at some point we stayed at this huge house so that like a bunch of my family could stay there and like i i i could hear the leaves falling like individual leaves falling from the trees and I looked up at one point because I heard something and it was just a bird, but I could hear its wings flapping. What? Like, I'm just not used to it. The, the silence that I experienced versus like the chaos of like living in New York and like, you know, I don't know. It was just I kind of missed hearing crackheads yelling at each other on the streets. And I, I missed the feral cats and like all of the trash and the beeping and stuff. It was it was like a little disturbing. If you've ever seen that movie, The The Strangers, I don't know. It was giving me that vibe. Gorgeous, though. We ended up like the first night that we were there, we ended up going to this um, fair. It was called the Freiburg Fair. And I think it's like the big event that happens in this like little town in Maine. And it's like everyone in Maine, they go to this place. And it was <laughs> we, like walked through the entrance and this woman was like, whoa, let me get a good look at all of you. And I was like, wow, they've never seen city folk before. Like it was, it was like that vibe. There are also cows everywhere. It was, it was, it felt like a, it felt like a Hallmark movie. It felt like when the city girl with big dreams goes to a small town after getting fired. And that's where she meets her uh, small town lover who ends up being Santa Claus at the end of the movie. Like that, it was just, that was the vibe. There were a lot of cows, a lot of like pigs and like farm animals and stuff. But also something that was a little unsettling to me was that there was just like, they had all these like little stalls for the animals, like cows and shit. And then they had one that was like, oh, here's the ones that we're going to kill and eat. Uh, you can go and, and check those out. And I was like, no. I, I don't want to do that. And before anyone calls me a hypocrite, I've never had beef in my life. I've never eaten it, never eaten pork. I've only eaten turkey, chicken, and fish. That's it. That's how I was raised. I know. But like, I was, it was, I, I, I don't want to know. I don't want to know that you're, you're going to get fucking murdered. They're like, go check them out before they're gone, before it's too late. 
I also did edibles before I went because that was the only way I could like get through this journey. I mean, gr- we had a great time, but also there were like, I don't know, like 12 of my family members and I, like aunts, uncles, whatever, sisters under one roof. And I'm not going to say much about it, but like, yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> it's a bit much. But I did edibles uh, before I went to this thing. And like, oh, my God, like some cow like gave birth. And I'm just like fucked up. And I'm watching this like little cow and its mom. I'm just like, whoa, like life is crazy. Anyway, beautiful wedding. Good time. Glad to be back in New York. I had this whole thing where I was thinking about eventually like settling down, you know, in New England in like a little a little town. That was not. It like that was too much. That was too much nature. They were like half of us really loved it and half of us fucking hated it. And I'm I was leaning on the side of just like, I can't wait to get the fuck out of here and never again be this deep in nature. Also, I'm terrified of bears and the bear population because I Googled it because I'm like crazy. It's like, I don't know, like that it, Maine has the highest bear population in New England. There are like 40,000 black bears in Maine. I, I didn't go outside for the rest of the time that I was there. I was like, no, thank you. That shit was crazy. Horsties, we will be right back. Welcome back. We're going to switch gears. Like, you're about to get whiplash from how insane <laughs> this, like, conversation change is about to get. But I I was thinking about all of the people that constantly come in my DMs and they're just like, hey, I would love a recommendation for this or this anime, webcomics, whatever. And <laughs> I... I have so many people who ask me for gay webcomic recommendations. I know, I know some of you are like, it's it's weird. Why do you read it? Don't do not even try to come for me, okay, about this conversation. I will boil you alive in my apartment. I am going to talk about some of like the weirdest webcomics that I have read. And obviously all of them are like BL, which stands for boys love. I read all of them. I read all of the like romantic web comics, regardless of who it's about. The only thing is that all of the straight ones have the exact same plot. And I might have talked about this before, but it's always like girl gets reincarnated into the villainess. And now she has to like pretend that she's this other person. And it's just like the story is like the exact same every time. I will continue to read all of them, but it is the same plot. But I was like, let me tell you about some of the weirdest ones that I've read and just like the plot, because some of them are like freaky. The first one, which is kind of my go to when I tell people about like the weird web comics that I read, it's called Your Wish is My Command. I read all of my web comics on like three websites, which are called Lezen, Tappy Tunes, and Tapas. This one was on Lezen. And it's about this guy. He has a crush on his like 
childhood best friend that he has grown up with almost as if they are brothers because that's always the the sibling complex always uh works its way in there somehow they're not blood related but they're basically siblings but they're not which is okay that makes it okay if they fuck each other but sometimes they're like no 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 they're full-blown siblings <laughs> but not in this case right so he Basically, he has a crush on his childhood best friend, and he he doesn't tell. He was on. He doesn't want to tell him, and he's like keeping it all to himself. And he ends up like going online to buy this dildo, and the dildo arrives, and he opens it, and it ends up being some sort of like alien esque tool that turns him into almost like a Sailor Moon type prince, right? So the dildo actually turns him into a superhero. And if he defeats the evil, then his wish comes true. And his wish is obviously to be with his friend that he has a crush on. So he has to fight all of these monsters. But the monsters don't want to kill him. They want to have sex with him. So that's that webcomic. <laughs> it's actually pretty good. Your wish is my command. The next one, and if you came to my live show in July, this one I referenced, and I'm sure some people thought I was just like making up a plot on the spot. I was not. It's called My One and Only, and it's about a man that's a cat. He can turn into a man, but like as a man, he has like long flowing white hair and he still has the ears and the tail, but it's just like this cat is like obsessed with this guy and follows him home. And he's like, oh, well, I have a cat now. I'll just like wash him up and then like release him back onto the streets at some point. But then he like turns into a guy and he's like, you're basically my owner now. <laughs> and I'm in love with you. And he just kind of keeps going back and forth between like being a cat and being a man. And I guess the main character is trying to navigate like, how do I have a relationship with my pet who is also like a six foot tall man? <laughs> okay, the next one, the next one actually isn't a weird one, but it's so this is one of the ones that's like, you read it at first for the smut and you stay for the plot because it's actually very good. And you probably, if you are like invested in watching my Instagram stories, I talk about this one all the time. It's called Blind Play, right? So this, this is like a different one. This one is not like a funny one with like a kind of like bizarre plot. It's about this guy He's like an orphan and he turns to like prostitution, but he like pretends that he's blind. So he's like a masseuse that pretends to be blind so that he gets these kind of like higher up clients that think he doesn't see them. So you have like politicians and I don't know, like billionaires and stuff who will like go and get his like services and stuff because they think that he can't see and doesn't know who they are. But like he gets this client one day who is kind of like testing him to see if he's like really blind. Like uh, when they meet up, he like puts his hand out to shake his hand and he almost shakes his hand. 
And then he's like, no, this I'm blind. I wouldn't be able to see this. Like, this guy's clearly trying to test me. So he brings him back to his apartment. But on his couch is a dead body. And so he is trying to, like, figure out what to do because if he acknowledges the fact that there's a body, then he is clearly giving himself up and, you know, acknowledge the fact that he's been lying about this thing. So he kind of just, like, goes along with it. You find out that the guy is, like, a serial killer who's, like, obsessed with him. And so it's just, like, a very interesting story. And it's, like, just, like, a very intricate crime story. And very very suspenseful. I can't wait for, like, every update because I'm so invested in the plot now. So obviously it's kind of darker, but if you're into that, highly recommend. Like, it's really well written. But back to the weird ones, right? So then we got Pearl Boy. (laughs) And if you know Pearl Boy, (laughs) it's like definitely a weird one. It's like, it's about this guy. He's like kind of down on his luck. He doesn't have any money. He got like, I don't know, gypped by this guy that he was sleeping with. And he goes to this like oyster house one day and meets this like waiter who works there and tries to like skip out on the bill or whatever. And then like they kind of have like an altercation. But then they ended up keep meeting each other and they end up having sex. But every time the dude ejaculates pearls come out and some like this other guy that's like his boss is basically like using him to like collect the pearls and sell them so it's just like a really i don't they haven't explained yet like why this happens and i don't know if they ever will but just like fucking weird but it's also kind of interesting (laughs) the story itself there's this other one called (laughs) my my father-in-law is my wife. <laughs> Who comes up with these? So this guy is getting married to this girl. And the father-in-law, like, hates him. Like, he's super mean and cold to him. And the day of the wedding, they get married. And then, like, all of a sudden, there's this, like, lightning bolt or something that, like, strikes down. And then... The daughter and her father become the same person and they can kind of like switch between like who is who at one time. So like every time he tries to like kiss his wife, the father-in-law will like, it'll turn into the father-in-law and he'll be like, yeah, no, you're not going to kiss my daughter. Like stuff like that. But then obviously like they end up like (laughs) actually developing like feelings for each other. I know it sounds like insane, It's actually cute and wholesome. So that's that one. There's this other one called... This one's actually not... Because all of these are Korean webcomics, right? This one is a manga. So this one is Japanese. And it's called Fucked by My Best Friend. And it's about these two guys that are best friends. And they're like playboys. So one of them, like... He must have, like, fucked over some girl at some point. So she gives him this drug that turns him into a woman. And so then he, like, turns into a woman, and his friend, like, finds him, and he starts hitting on him. 
And he's basically like, wait, no, no, no. <laughs> it's me, your best friend. And he's just kind of like, actually, I don't care. I'm going to fuck you anyways. So they fuck. But then he like turns back into a guy. And they realize like every time they have sex, he'll like turn into either a guy or the girl, like whichever one he is at the time, he'll turn into the opposite. And it's just them like trying to figure out like how to turn him back into a guy. That's a weird one. There's another one called Dear Door, which is pretty popular. And it's about this cop who is just kind of like going about his business. Weird things are happening in town. And then basically like the devil crashes through his window and is like, I need to turn you into a portal to the underworld. But in order to do that, we need to have sex with each other because that's the only way it works. And so, like, he basically turns into the, like, door for uh, the devil to basically get in and out of, like, the mortal realm and, like, the underworld. And obviously, they just, like, keep fucking and then feelings develop there. But you see, it's just, like, there are so many weird ones. And... I mean, I have so many more on this list, but like we're for sure running out of time on this episode to get through all of them. But if you are interested in hearing more of these like weird recommendations and like getting into some of them, let me know. Shoot me a DM or like tweet at me because uh, honestly, tweeting at me is going to be the easiest way to get my attention because it's my smallest platform and just all over it's going to be much, much, much easier. And on next week's episode, I'm going to get into some of my anime recommendations because people keep asking. And so I'm going to give the people what they want. And I'm also going to explain why I think they are as good as I think they are. And yeah, let me know if you kind of like this, if you want more like recommendations and stuff, or just (laughs) me explaining weird fucking smutty plots to you. (laughs) All right, on that note, I will see you next week. What Fresh Hell Is This was written by me, Stanzi Potenza. It was co-created by me and my friends at Pod People who make this podcast come to life. Rachel King, Matt Sab, Chris Jacobs, Brian Rivers, Carter Wogon, and Anne Fuse. Special thanks to Gabrielle Rose at Dulcedu and all of my friends and family. If you love What Fresh Hell Is This, share it with a friend. And if you really want to over-deliver, please leave a five-star review and rate us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can follow me at Stanzi Potenza on TikTok and at Stanzi Potenza everywhere else to stay up to date on everything I've got going on. Until next time, have a great week and I will see you in hell. Hell.